This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. Welcome to podcast episode 226. Uh, this is the Fight Disciples, two times champions of the uh, UK Best Sports Podcast 2017 2018. Just thought I'd throw that in there just to remind you. If this is the first time you've ever come across us, uh, you can subscribe uh, via iTunes. Just search Fight Disciples and all Android feeds are on our website fightdisciples.com we're all over social media as well at Fight Disciples Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube and thank you very much to the lovely Daniel Hot Chocolate Roberts yeah baby for stepping in to uh, what did you refer to me as last week? Milky coffee or something? what did you refer to me as? you were powdered milk powdered milk yeah thank you very much for stepping into uh, Adam Powdered Milk Catterall's seat last week <laughs> as you uh, as you presented the show, and I'd like to, I'd like to uh, say as well, your Instagram and various things like that that you uh, used to cover the program absolutely blew up. We've had uh, quite a lot of people off the back of that commending Daniel's uh, presenting skills and wishing, and wishing that I stayed on holiday a little bit longer. <laughs> Listen, if this was a visu- visual thing, I'd support that. Because Why we, yeah, that's a good point, actually. We're videoing this week's show, and we didn't video last week's show when we had pure sex you know in, it, in the studio. Do you know why? Because I wasn't here. That's true. That's it. And I don't know how to do it. <laughs> you don't know how to press record, <laughs> you fucking moron. <laughs> Way too technical for me. Oh. Way too technical. Um, if you listen to our boxing show, you'll know that uh, Nick is sporting a new hoodie and T-shirt oh, yeah. that he's got off one of his boxing buds. However... Even though Nick doesn't know how to press record on a camera, he does know how to design T-shirts, and you're out and about doing a bit, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, man, the new T-shirt line is going to drop hot this week. Is it just a douche? They're ready. They're ready to be picked up today. Are they? Yeah, I was going to drop that on you after the show. Well, last time... See if you give me a lift to pick up the box. Well, last time the um, you you did this... They sold like that. There's only smalls left of the well, original exactly logo Exactly my tea. point. Exactly my point, right? What you did is that this is what Nick did, right? He designed a T-shirt. Yep. He went and uh, ordered all these T-shirts thinking, oh, there'll be all different shapes and stuff. No, 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 listen, right? People who listen to Fight Disciples, the big lads. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right? Stupid. So you've got a box full of small T-shirts Lift. that fit a fucking child. Yeah. Right? <laughs> in your, in your, Worst thing your is, my wife is, she works in that industry. She's a merchandiser. She, yeah. She, she buys stock so of why clothes so and why whatever. You ask her. Why don't you ask her advice, but Instead, Nick? I went, okay, th- I need 30 T-shirts. I need 10 small, 10 medium, 10 large. Ugh. The medium and large went like that. Well, the large went like that. The medium fucking went shortly after. Yeah. I think I've still got like nine small T-shirts yeah. of the original. So if there's any one. midgets knocking about yeah, that fancy a T-shirt. Get your right out. Tenner. Get on Fight Disciples. Tenner? You should be fucking discount, mate, because you can't <laughs> shift them. You can have them. Just if, if any of you kids... Send me a stamped, stamped address envelope. You can it. have them. If any of your kids want a Fight Disciples T-shirt, give yeah, us man. a shout. In fact, what you can do is... Because the new range, it's a double print, you see, so that the, the price has gone up slightly. So the new one's a little bit double more expensive. Print. Look at him, he's talking the lingo now, Pr- isn't he? Print on front, print on back. You'll know what I'm talking about. We're going to put it on our social media yeah. this week. After we pick them up today, I'll get, I'll get Laughing Boy here to model one. We'll put some pictures up on social media. They are available no, we'll to get buy. Dan Hot Chocolate to model one. Oh, yeah. Oh, hang yeah. on. Why don't we get the geezer who's the T-shirt? The inspiration. The inspiration to yeah. model one. All right, that's enough. We've said enough. We've said enough. Yeah. The reason why we can't say any more is uh, copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but what I'll do is, if anyone wants to buy one of these new range of T-shirts and you want a small original logo tee yeah. in there as well for a very small extra charge, I'll throw you a small logo tee in as well. Do you want, do you want a clue to the, to the inspiration to the T-shirt? Go on, give the lads a clue. 
J.R. Ewing. The J.R. Ewing t-shirts are available. That's it. That's it. Available from all uh, good stores in Dallas, Texas. We'll just leave it there. We'll leave it there. there. Now, the new tees tees will be available this week via fightdisciples.com. Get on our social. Check them out. These are going to fly off. And I've ordered properly as well. Have you? So there is no smalls. I've ordered mediums, large, and extra large. You're going for the big lads as well. Get the big lads sorted out. Look, look, looks after the big ones. You know yeah. what I mean? The ones that There's roll. There's a shitload of them as well, so <laughs> we need to push these hard. <laughs> He's out late. He's 100 quid down. Come on. <laughs> um, now... There's no fights, obviously, last weekend Yeah, in the world of USC. There's no coming up this weekend. Uh, so thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, see you later. <laughs> but there is a little bit. There's a few talking points to go on, because obviously with me being away last week, um, I wasn't involved in the show that dropped the news, the, the confirmed news, even though the week before, if you were listening to the show properly, we told you that it would be October the 6th because Conor McGregor picks the dates. Yep. Conor McGregor, uh, McGregor? McGregor. McGregor picks the opponents. And you've got to commend him for that, mate. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, he doesn't have to take this fight. The guy no. is a multi, 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 multi-millionaire. His, his, his legacy, I suppose, is kind of secured in the UFC yeah. being the champ champ. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, he's not in the pound-for-pound pound greatest of all time debate necessarily. But well, he's, hang on. He's right up there. Well, this is where I'm at with and it. And this, this would put him right in the conversation. If Conor McGregor, right, yeah. comes back, yep, knocks out Khabib, yep. Knocks out George St. Pierre. Yep. Is he the greatest of all time? He's certainly in the conversation. No, no, right no. now, George no, no, no. St. Pierre is the greatest clean UFC champion of all time. Well, is he? If, if Connor does that, what I've just said, those mm. two, if he does it, yep. is he the greatest of all time? I think it's hard to hard to say he isn't. I mean, he's already beaten Max. Yep. Future, Dustin, future champion. Dustin Poirier is on a turn at the moment. Yep. And he's already done him. Yep. Come on, man. Eddie Alvarez, Jose champions. Jose Aldo. Done, done him as well. Done Jose Aldo after a 10-year reign. Mate. Mate. Done Nate Diaz in a rematch. Back at welterweight as well, just to fucking prove he could. Mate, he's, Connor's resume is absolutely sick. And the fact that he's coming back for this fight and not GSP surprises me, because GSP is the money fight, categorically. Um, but I think he comes back, he starches Khabib, and he fights GSP in the new 165-pound division in the new year. I've been saying that for the last week. It's my fucking line. I'm going to keep pushing it. He will fight, and Connor will get the chance to become the first that? ever. In fact, Connor and GSP yeah. will become. They'll both get the chance to get the first ever three weight UFC. Champion. Do, you know, do you know what I like about doing this show? Right, we say things on the boxing show and the and the UFC show regularly, and we just say it because we're fans of the sport. We cover the sport, yep. and it just comes out of our mouths, and we say it. And then the next day, I see some other journalist who's obviously listened to the podcast after we've dropped it using the line in order to try and push their agenda. Yeah. And I noticed now... You're welcome. That, yeah, yeah. You're you welcome. Are, listen, you're all Keep welcome. Keep listening. You're all welcome. Crack on. Um, but I've no, I've noticed now that it's starting to get to you a little bit. Now that, you, <laughs> <laughs> that you've started pushing the, the 165 thing, because I saw it all last week, and I went, where have I heard that before? Did Nick said that about a month ago, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. And then I saw a lot of different journals going, yeah, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. I'm going, you little fuckers. Now, you, go on, mate. You can you can, you can stamp yeah. your authority all over that. Once, you, you keep going. If you keep saying it, they'll believe it came from you eventually. It, it really, exactly. Once he starches Khabib, and I truly think he will starch Khabib. I truly do. And I see the interview with GSP this week where he was basically saying, as soon as Connor comes to call and I'll be running. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm coming back for is Connor. Um, because GSP will get the chance to become a three-weight world champion if it's at 165. It would make sense at 165 because, you know, it, 
I know GSP's last fight was 185, but he did that for a reason. He did that because he thought Michael Bispin was a an was easier done. was an easier target than than Tyron Woodley. He's probably right. Um but he's got he's got no intention of coming back and putting his name in the mix at 170. He doesn't want a piece of that dad until business, GSP. Fuck that. But coming back at 165, and he's he's previously said that might come back at 155. Mm. 165 just makes sense. It would be a three-weight world champion for GSP, potential three-weight world champion for Conor McGregor. It'd be the biggest money fight the sport's ever seen. Yes, this fight with Khabib is going to be the richest fight in UFC history, but I truly believe if Khabib pulls out, and let's There's a chance. mix our words here, he probably fucking will, um, and Tony Ferguson steps in, or Nate Diaz, more than likely, steps in, then that's the biggest well, money fight in well, UFC on, history. On that, listen, we, I would love to see Nate Diaz part three. I'd love to see that. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong, I want to see Khabib first. Of course. I want to see that fight, but Khabib has got a history, Tiramisuge and various things like that, uh, where... He doesn't necessarily make the octagon walk, whether that be a weight thing, whether that be wrestling with a bear and getting injured type thing. There's a possibility that this fight might not happen. Of course. I saw yesterday that Kevin Lee started training for USC 229. He ain't got an opponent. Nope. He's just training. Yeah, yeah. He's keeping himself in shape just in case. What's well, got a lot going on? That's going Mate, on at the moment. Everybody's isn't it? doing it. I mean, they brought Nate Diaz back for USC 230, so that's a month out. So he, his timescales might just be out regarding hitting weight. Yeah, yeah. But if Kevin Lee is training purposefully for 229, there's only one reason why he's doing that. Of course. He's doing it because he, he believes that Khabib might fall off. And if Khabib falls off, he wants to put his hand in the ring and go, I'll take it. And that, you know what? That's a fucking brilliant thing <laughs> as well. Because <laughs> Kevin silly. Lee's an absolute superstar. You know, he's a, he's a future he's a future champion in this weight class. Um I don't know whether Connor's coming. I think Connor's coming back to beat Khabib to shut everyone up, including yeah. Khabib. Of course. I think there's a vendetta there as well. I think Connor, after what happened in New York, yeah. you know, it was all inspired by Khabib taking fucking the Russian amateur to one side and having a quiet wager, and that went viral. And that's what pissed Connor off, and that's why Connor can jumped do, on a plane can, with all his mates. Can we can we just go over that again? I mean, when your mates in bother, yeah. when someone's picked on your mate, and it goes you, viral. And, and you're you, on the other side of the world yeah. and you think, you cheeky bastard. And you get on a plane, fly halfway across the world just to defend your mate's honour, you're all right in my book. Exactly. I don't yeah. give a fuck what you did. Exactly. <laughs> you're all right in Throw my book. Throw dollies as much as you like. Back this on. is the other mad thing as well. I'm still seeing fans going. It's a, and, and some fighters. It's a fucking disgrace how they're letting Connor come back and fight for the title straight away after what he did. He should be punished at what he did in New York. Are you fucking kidding me? So the UFC now have got to have a higher thing than fucking the New York the justice system. Yeah, yeah. The New York justice system slap them on the wrists. Whether you like it or not, that's it. The UFC then can't go, well, we think the justice system took it easy on them, so we're going to punish our pay-per-view star even more we're gonna by not letting them we're gonna punish Fuck our, off. We're going to punish our only star. Exactly. This our is only megastar. This is yeah. all we've got right now. This is the guy that's going to make us a fucking ton of money. Exactly. And we're going to... We're going to punish him, yeah. Come on. Don't be stupid. It ain't happening, man. so fucking stupid. It ain't happening. Listen, I would love this fight to happen. I can see so many different aspects and different things playing out in this particular fight. Yeah. I think Conor's got two rounds. I think if Khabib pulls out, Conor will still fight for the belt. Oh, yeah. Of course he will. They'll strip him. They'll strip him and the belt will be on the line. to be honest, Khabib... I think he might miss. If Khabib pulls out of this fight, he won't get another chance. He won't. He won't. No, be, he won't. He won't be lined up to fight right. Conor again. So what I'm going to say, what I'm going to say is this: Khabib will make weight. Khabib will be the fight, and October the sixth will be Conor versus Khabib. Okay. Conor's got two rounds to knock him out. Do you think? Yeah. No, I don't agree. Go on. I don't agree. Go on. I think Conor can st- Conor can be put on his back and fucking ground and pounded for four rounds, and still come out at the start of the fifth and knock Khabib out. 
Still, but any as long as the fight's on its feet, Connor has got every advantage. Of course, he has. But when the fight hits the deck, that's be- obviously that becomes Khabib's world. Then, um, I just think Connor. We've seen him survive before. I think the Nate Diaz thing, people look way too much into that. Yeah, the, the problem with Connor is he, he throws bombs and throwing bombs on that, tires you out. Right, right. On that, do you think Khabib underestimates Connor's power? Because Khabib, we have seen Khabib's legit. He's yeah, yeah. tremendous, undefeated, ragdolls every man and his dog. Yeah, but he, he can gets, be lit up. He gets lit up. Michael Johnson lit him up. Good style. Ally Quinton, the last fight when he won, lights him up, lit him up. Ally Quinton took that at like eight hours' notice or yeah, some yeah. shit like that. Fucking crazy. Now, everybody says when you get hit with by Conor McGregor's left hand, it's yeah. something totally different. Of course. It's, a, it's, a, it's freak power. Yeah. Do you think Khabib fully, un- do you think Khabib fully understands what no. that is? Of course he hasn't because he's never been hit like that before. You know, he'll probably say, he'll say he has. He'll say in Spartan, I've fucking been hit by Luca.cold, man. That's how he talks. Shit like that. But. It's different in there and them little four-ounce gloves. It's different when you're in there with Conor McGregor and he's playing psychological warfare. It's different when you're bum-rushing him and he's using footwork, something that Khabib desperately lacks, by the way. He's got no footwork. No, he's no just charges. He just, just fucking charges. Charge. Like, in straight lines. He charges yeah. in straight lines. He's predictable as fuck. Conor just needs to step to the side. Little pivots. Bam, bam, bam. Little pivots. Bam, bam. Do that again. Little pivots. Bam. That's nice, that. Thanks. You should be in the camp. I know. You looked a little bit like Owen Roddy there when you did that there, mate. That's it. Thanks for saying Owen and not John Cavanagh. <laughs> um, I, I can't wait for the fight. We're, obviously, we're going to have to fucking do specials and shit like that because it's Conor, man. Conor's the biggest star in, in, in fight sports. So we'll do some some decent preview stuff in the run-up to it and we'll try and break down it every which way. Mate, but I'm, loose. Try, I'm trying to blag us out there. I'm trying to blag us, okay. a, I'm trying to blag us a little uh, flight and uh, aircraft out there to see if we can uh, do some specials from Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, man. Because I've no doubt there's, there's some fans that are listening to this right now whether you're in Ireland, whether you're in the UK, or whether you're in the States and you listen to us on a regular basis, you're Connor fans. Of course. You're going to try and get yourself a ticket. You're going to be in Las Vegas that weekend just to be around this. Because it's crazy. Connor yeah. McGregor weekend is crazy. Yep, absolutely. And Khabib's now learning English as well. That's important. He's going to be able to communicate. I don't know. I'm still kind of shocked that we're getting it so soon. I can't fucking clear my head. Like, because there's so much amazing boxing going on in September as well. And it's just like, we get through that and then suddenly it's like, bang. Now it's mm. Conor McGregor time. Mm. It's going to be insane. Like, September into October, every weekend is just fucking absolutely on fire from if you're se- a fight fan. Yeah, from September. Well, you, if you're a Cage Warriors fan, you get September the 1st. Yeah. Week so, after, till. Till. Week after Canelo Triple G. Yeah. Week after AJ Povetkin. Yep. Week after Smith and Groves in the World Boxing Super Series. Week That's after the same weekend as Tashira Jimmy, Jimmy Manawa. And, and then, then the week, week after, after that is It's all right, that, isn't it? Fucking hell, it's insane. Just going upstairs for a wank. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Uh, speaking of standings, by the way, I don't know if you noticed that Kamaru Usman has uh, yeah. said that he's also training for uh, a fallout, that fallout being on September uh, the 8th in Dallas, Texas, uh, when Till takes on uh, Woodley. Because <laughs> the poster's piss funny, isn't it? Have you seen the poster? It's just fucking mental. I don't, I, when I first saw it, I went, is Darren stood on a fucking step? What, what's going on there? But he's just massive. Absolutely yeah. massive. We saw it at the stir down. He's absolutely massive. And they've kind of uh, uh, impicted that on the actual poster as well. How he makes... Do you have Woodley any, any favours? <laughs> no, no, no. Just left it as it is. How he makes that weight is... Is beyond me, and yeah. obviously Kamaru Usman genuinely believes that there's not a cat and else chance that he is going to make that weight. And if I'm honest, looking at Tyron Woodley, 
I think Tyron Woodley's hoping that he doesn't make the weight. Yeah, fuck yeah. Because he's fucking massive, mate. Yep. Absolutely ginormous. And Woodley's massive for a welterweight. Mm. And Kamara Usman's massive for a welterweight. Mm. But the thing is, Con- um, Dan Until's not a welterweight. That's the point. The- these guys are big welterweights. He's a fucking big middleweight. How he gets down, I don't know. It's insane. I know he missed well, people, it. I know people he missed will be listening to this time. going, he doesn't get down. Yeah, he missed it by about four and a half pounds, he mate. Mi- he missed it last time. But he certainly won't miss this time. Because, it, listen, I truly believe, and I, this is me speaking now, not, not something Darren said to me, but I think he will make 170 on October the uh, September the 7th. He will make 170 pounds for the last time in his career. I don't. I can't see. As Darren told me he wants to defend the belt. He's gonna. You know, he wants to defend it once or twice in 2019. All that stuff. That's what he's saying. Mm. I just think he's that fucking big. And once you've done it, you've done it. Once you get that belt wrapped that, around your waist, not, it's like, okay. exactly. Plus, then he goes to middleweight and goes, "I'm the welterweight champ. Give me a shot at Robert Whitaker. Give me a shot at." And fuck me, what a fight that is. What a that's fight it. that is. I think it, the, once he pulls this off. His star's different then now, man. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. different. It's not a kid from Liverpool no more on the rise. He's the man. Mm-hmm. And therefore, the superstar fights, the crazy money fights are there for him, whether they're in different weight categories, whether they're in the same weight category, whatever. We're talking superstar shit. Yep. He's not knocking about on a fight pass card anymore, is he? No, he's a fuck. He's pure pay-per-view. That's, yep. what, that, that's what we're talking. Uh, Kamari Wasman obviously training in the hope that Darren Till doesn't uh, necessarily make weight. Or Woodley pulls out. Or Woodley pulls out. To be fair, I don't want to see Woodley Kamara Usman. I think it'd be boring as fuck. I think it. Yeah. I, you know that I hate wrestlers and grapplers and all that yeah. type of shit. I want to see people knock the fuck out of each other. Of course. So um, hopefully we get Woodley versus Till uh, in September. Should be an absolute cracker. Um, I wondered where uh, Jermaine uh, Durand May had gone. <laughs> she's alive she's yeah. she popped back up again she's has she? yeah she becomes champ she cleared off to Amsterdam for a bit I don't know what she was doing but uh, she seems to be back in the mix now uh, which is always good and she's taking on Raquel Pennington uh, in November in Denver good to see her back because I'm a big fan actually of Jermaine uh, Durandamay I think her style's tremendous I think uh, she's hard as nails and I want to see her back in the octagon it was just a little bit weird around the time when Cyborg was uh, calling her name that she went missing yeah doesn't look good, that, to be fair, does it? No, it doesn't. She shit herself, didn't she? And she, <laughs> she, she headed for the hills. Did you notice that I was trying to be a bit diplomatic there and you just went, no, nah, she absolutely shat her pants. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Because she only fought for that belt against Holly Holm because they made the belt and then Cyborg got injured. And they were yeah. like, oh, we've got this fucking women's featherweight belt. And Holly Holm's not yeah. in that weight category. So Holly Holm's like, yeah, fuck it, man, I'll fight for the belt. And Jermaine Durandale's like, yeah, yeah, go on, I'll fight for the belt. And then as soon as she won, and they were like, right, you're fighting Cyborg next. She was like, whoa, whoa, I'm not fighting Cyborg. That's it. I was like, wait a minute, you, you just won the featherweight belt. Like, you've got to defend it. And the person to defend it against is the person we fucking brought the belt in for. Nah, you're all right. Exactly. So that's why they stripped her. It was like fucking properly embarrassing. But she's back and she's back at bantamweight, not surprisingly. Mm. But uh, I don't know. I, I think after the performance against Holly Hom as well, the fact that she was hitting Holly after the belt, like fucking in pretty much every round. Yeah, I loved it. It's fucking outrageous, <laughs> wasn't it? It was outrageous. <laughs> Good news that Tony Ferguson's looking uh, fit and healthy. Yeah, man. I mean the news originally wasn't uh, too pretty, to be fair. But what's he taking him about four months to get himself? Uh, yeah, back? he says he's back in the mix now. Like he's back in the. Well, he's uh, been cleared. Pool and all that. So. Yeah, he's been cleared. He's ready to rock and roll. It's yeah. going to be interesting to see where they where they place him and uh, who they put him up against. Well, maybe if Kevin Lee's getting in shape, maybe they do something with Kevin Lee for a little bit later in in October, early November. But I don't know where how far his fitness is off. It's good to see El Kakui back, man. I think it, I think on his day, Tony Ferguson's a fucking 
potentially the best lightweight out there. Anyone that's ever trained with him says he's fucking amazing. The thing is, he just doesn't seem to be able to stay fit, does he? Mm. Just keep his name in the frame long enough. Mm. Um, How many times did the fight with Kid Khabib get fucking called off? On? Like, it was about three or four times, wasn't I think it? It, will... it was made and then called off at least three times, maybe four. Yeah, I remember Khabib pulling twice. And yeah. Tony Ferguson pulled twice, I think. Mm. Um, one fight that is being rumoured that I'm extremely excited about Edgar, Korean zombie. Fuck me, what a fight that Well, that's is, not rumoured. That's on. Oh, that's on, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. on. That's on. You can have that one. In Denver. The one that's Shit. being rumoured that I'm excited about is RDA versus Ponzinibbio. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. I've seen RDA, said he'd be happy to accept it, but only on his terms. I didn't quite understand what that meant. It's only on my terms, but he wants the fight. Mm. It's a sick fight. It's a very good fight. Mm-hmm. Go on then, you can have Edgar uh, and Korean Edgar, Zombie. Korean Zombie, yeah. You, you're right, it has been confirmed November the 10th for De- Denver, Colorado with, Conald, with Donald Cerrone and Mike Perry on the undercard. We were talking about this last week because um, Danny Hot Chocolate was like, I'd fucking love I wondered to how long it would take. Well, how long that? 20 minutes before you mentioned his name again. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I miss him, that's all. It was nice to have the sexy in the studio. Yeah. Um, that for card in Denver, Dan fancies that because he's like, I'd love to fight the winner of Perry versus Cerrone. And I think most fans would quite happily see fucking Danny Roberts against Mike Perry again. Yeah. Because Manchester was just it was outrageous. That was one yeah. of the best fights of the year. Um, and obviously he thinks that he's always uh, fancied the Donald Cerrone fight, obviously. So interesting to see where that goes. See, Cerrone started his own fight promotion now as well. Yeah. Cowboy fights or some shit like that. Mm. So Just on Mike Perry. Mm-hmm. Do you fancy going for a spa? <laughs> <laughs> so if you said to me if we if we if we if we bump into each other we're not working whatever and you say to me you fancy a spa immediately my logic is oh me and Adam are gonna go and get a rub down like, no sit, sit in a Turkish bath that's absolute bollocks sit in a Turkish bath go and have a fucking it's a scout must be scouse thing because as soon as he but, start... but scousers do go for spas like that's a regular thing for scouse men to go should we go and have a spa no yeah, it, man, is. Man. it is it is man is it honestly no, you don't. You and your you and your pals don't go down Anfield at the weekend, right? You go and watch the match, have a few pints, and go. Do you fancy you have a little bit of a rub down afterwards? A little bit of a happy finish? What the fuck is that all about? Do you fancy a spa? It's obvious what Mike. It's Mike Perry, mate. He ain't going for a rub down. He wants to knock seven bells out of you. Oh, That's what he wants to do. The video is so funny though, isn't it? When he's just like, yeah, 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 yeah no problem. Yeah, I ain't got yeah. my gloves. And then he's like, uh, and then Perry's like, yeah, I've got, I've got, to, I've got some MMA gloves but I haven't got any boxing gloves though and, and you just see Till's face change and he's like what? I thought you meant let's go let's go and sit in a spa let's go and have a sauna and he's like no let's spa did you like, sit deadpan yeah let's spa yeah, Perry, did you hear about the spa it sounded funny as fuck by Pe- the way Perry, Perry's like who is this geezer yeah, he's yeah. just off his head no I haven't heard about the spa okay so this is what went down at the spa as well go on so one Naked. gets a steam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they rolls into the training room yeah. at a, a backstage at like UFC 227. They, back at the hotel, they have, as we know, they, they turn function rooms into training rooms, the fighters. Oh, yeah, I saw that it was in a hotel. So the two of them roll, go back to the hotel. Yeah, yeah. So they that. go into the room. So Darren has got a pair of 16-ounce boxing gloves with him, or found, found them somewhere. Mike Perry's only got a pair of MMA gloves. So they decide... One each. One each. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> no shit. How 
mad must that have been? So the jab right. on you, you put the big on on your left, yeah. and I'll put the big in on my right. That's what they did. No way. So with their power hand, they put the boxing no glove on way. the sixteen ounce. These two are fucking. And nuts. with their jab hand, they put it. They put the MMA glove on, and this is the best bit. Till didn't even have a gum shield. <laughs> So Mike Penny afterwards said it was fucking mad because he didn't have a gum shield and I was like, I- I've fucking got my gum shield and it's going in. And he was like, I'm not asked. Come ahead, let's just do it. <laughs> so we sparred Mike Penny with odd gloves on and no gum shield in. It's fucking weird, aren't they? Fighters are weird, man. This is why I love them so much. There's something... Those two. There's something chemically going on in the brain of a fighter and I think that's across the board. Any prize fighter, boxing or MMA, chemically, you, you, there's an imbalance there that makes you want to fight. <laughs> Why the fuck would you fight Mike Perry? Why would you fight? Why would you fight Mike Perry when you've got a world title booked? <laughs> exactly. Let's just have With a no knock. gum shield. Let's just have a knock in the hotel. <laughs> Fucking mad, aren't they? Mad. Mate. Mates now, though. Mates now. <laughs> they are, but yeah. from shouting at each other in Gdansk and yeah. giving each other so much shit, then I'll bet he's. Mates. Yeah, go on. I'll have a little bit of a knock. Mates. I speak to Dan and he's like, oh, he's top lad, you know. Nice lad. He's just trying to fucking punch in the face. Oh, mate, that is Crazy, absolute Andy. gold. Great absolute issues. gold, yeah. Um, another fight that we spoke about at the weekend uh, on the radio shows that we've been doing was uh, the potential of a crossover between uh, TJ Dillashaw and uh, Javonta Tank Davis from the world of boxing. There seems to be a little bit of beef um, from Javonta's side throwing towards uh, TJ Dillashaw, but it's not necessarily aimed at TJ. No. And this is... Uh, this has kind of pricked me ears up, right? Because I fancy a career change. Me too. If there's a if there's a dude out there that is doing TJ's social media, if they're in charge of it, he's got to be paying him. It can't be a freebie, can it? It's weird, isn't it? It's proper weird. Yeah, he must be paying him. So anyone that doesn't know, Javonta Tank Davis from the boxing world, who's like Floyd Mayweather's little protege. He's a current world champion, obviously. Yeah. He and TJ Dillashaw have been going backwards and forwards for the last week or so. Well, since TJ starched Cody again, Javonta Davis was like, fucking starch my boy Cody. You're like, you know, let me let me wait until I hit you kind of thing. And that's where it's built from. And they've been well, going backwards and forwards. I thought it was forwards. about Lomachenko because TJ's mates with Lomachenko, innit? Well, exactly. That's where I thought it had come from. The first tweet was something about Cody. You've right, done this right. to Cody. I'm going to do it to you. And then... And then um, TJ came back and was like, listen, my boy Lomachenko will wipe the floor with you and I'd do it as well, blah, blah. And this has kind of been going on for the last week or so. And then, <clears throat> obviously, over the weekend, we were we were talking about it again on radio and we were saying, fucking hell, it's, it, this could be the next big crossover fight, TJ versus Tank. However, then yesterday we found out via Javonta Davis's Twitter, and you know what, I've got it here, I'll quote it, uh, saying, I hate to disappoint everyone, but my Twitter beef with TJ Dillashaw was really with a guy named John Huang, who tweets for TJ. He used to tweet me from Lomachenko's account too. So I've got, there's two problems with this, don't you think? Go on. There's two issues. One, John Huang's fucking ace. Keep going, John. Because <laughs> we love it. Twitter beef. But now we've seen behind the, th- now we've seen behind mm. the fucking, the fourth wall or whatever You're it upset, is. aren't you? You're I'm upset. devastated, yeah, because... I want because, no. I want TJ to have beef with Javonta Davis. No. I want Lomachenko to That's have beef with Javonta Davis. That's not why you're upset. I don't want fucking John Huang to have beef with no, these guys. No, no, no. John Huang, some some little fat Asian guy. What the fuck do I want him to have beef with Javonta Davis? This, this for? is not why Nick's upset, right? This is I'll tell you why Nick's upset. 
Nick once tweeted I want, I want to be Lomachenko's job. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I he, want to be his social media. He once tweeted Lomachenko and Lomachenko responded. He, he now is upset that it might have been John Wang rather than Lomachenko. I wasn't even thinking of that. I'm yeah. properly devastated now. When Lomachenko likes Nick's tweets, he gets a hard on. Yeah. No, it's John Wang. John Wang listens to the Fight Disciples. That's what it's all about, mate. Lomachenko don't even know who you are. Just dropping that in there. But... On the flip side of it... I would love that job. What a fucking great job. Yeah, I know, yeah. Well... Weigh in. I'll tweet for you. Okay, so talking about great jobs. And I would love that job, by the way, if Loma is... Uh, obviously, John Huang now is working for TJ. I wonder if he's working for TJ and Loma at the same time. Hey, that's proper, that, isn't it? Why the fuck isn't TJ Dillashaw doing his own tweets? Why isn't he tweeting himself? What the fuck is going on? What are you talking about? You've, you've interviewed TJ Dillashaw. I've interviewed TJ Dillashaw. He's not the most charismatic, let's be straight, man. No, that's true, yeah. He hasn't got much game, has he? Oh, man, I'm gutted. I'm, I'm gutted that they don't tweet themselves. Anyway, fuck that. Let, listen to this for a job then. A couple of years ago, I seen a job advert that come up. This is 100% legit. And they were looking for a journalist to run the social media account. Yeah. Mm. For Lionel Messi. English had to be your first language. Yeah. So it was only Lionel's English language social media accounts. What, like his Twitter and his Instagram and all it's that? His Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You had to know, you had to know, have a good understanding of all social media. Yeah. You were going to be like, you were going to be Lionel Messi's social media Bitch. guy, <laughs> tweeting for him. Yeah. The job criteria was you had to live in Barcelona and hang out with Lionel Messi all day, every day. How much are you getting weighed in for that? That was that job paid fifty k. Really? Fucking no shit, no shit. That was a legit job. It's all right, isn't it? Fifty k. So there's some dude now. Yeah. That was employed. There's at least one, because this is just the English language version. So we'll have Argentinian, they might even have a fucking, Spanish. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Might even have a, there might be a team, of a social media team, all on 50k each, just hanging around with Lionel all day, every day. Four or five of them, it's only, what is it? It's only half a week's work for him, that, isn't it? That's a decent job, that, isn't it? That's, that's meant, good work if you can get it. Just that, and having access to Lionel Messi. Just, being, just hanging just out. Being, just being with him every day, yeah. Just, just hanging around with fucking one of the greatest footballers that ever lived. He's never making you get around then, is he? He's never making you buy dinner. 50 grand a year, though. That's not a bad fucking wage as well. Yeah, but 50k is yours. Yeah, exactly. There's no expenditure. It's not like you're like, oh, it'll be putting you up. We're going going to Argentina tomorrow. It's not like you're going to pay your own flight. Yeah, that'll be sorted. Because you're doing your social, so you've got to be with them doing little videos, posting shit, you know. And I bet you the house out there, you know what I mean? I bet he's putting you up in the West Wing or something like that, innit? Oh, yeah. yeah, A little granny flat out the back. Beach house next to the pool. He'll be sorting you right out. Right, come on, follow me down to the training ground. That's a fucking gig and a half, that, isn't it? Is, it? Yeah, absolutely. I wonder if uh, John Huang is on that kind of thing as well. Yeah. I wonder how many other people John Huang tweets for. I wonder if he's like a fucking social network networker. So he's got he's got Lomer, he's got TJ. Who I'm going ju- to jump on that because there's quite a lot of fighters that are thick as pig shit. So mm-hmm. if we jump on that, mate, we could manage Twitter accounts for people and Instas. We'll get all over that. Yeah, man. Oh, eh. Here we go. Another business meeting done on live on air. There you go. That's where all the best ideas come from. Patented. Don't be fucking nicking it if you're listening to the show right that's now. Right. Some geezer now who's a, a whiz on social media <laughs> that's just fucking just, cracked on. Just, just messaged everybody. That's it. There you go. What a great gig, though. Anyway, TJ Tank. Don't want to see it. I'm not interested. But apparently it's not TJ Tank anyway. It's fucking John mm. Huang Tank. Mm. One- <laughs> John Huang Tank. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> can you imagine if he kicks the shit out of the social media guy? That would be amazing. Um, one thing that I do want to see, September the 1st, uh, when it all gets underway, the new season of uh, Fight Sports, Liverpool Echo Arena is the destination for Cage Warriors 96. Paddy the Baddy. I don't know if you've seen this, right? 
I get back off me holidays. My social media feed is littered with this clown's big moonhead <laughs> because he's decided to go and do a little bit of a TV gloves are off style show yep. uh, between Paddy and his opponent. And then not only that, He's there being interviewed with his thoughts on the Merseyside fight scene once again, how he thinks the fight's going to go down. You're all over the promo. Fucking hell. I'm surprised you haven't come in with BT Sport merchandise on, let alone (laughs) uh, the merchandise of Jordan Gill, the fighter, mate. You're getting getting looked after you, aren't you? Hey, mate. I'm saying nothing. Listen, we've had this conversation on many occasions in the past. Uh, There's a reason why I don't get the TV call. It's because of the looks of this man here. That's it. You're the looks of the show, aren't you? The face of the gear. I'm the sex. (laughs) Uh, Let's let's be honestly. You only ever see one for Tita, brother. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Lorenzo's out. Here he is now. <laughs> How's it going down that? You enjoy you enjoy doing a little bit of good Yeah, man, it was Did wicked. Did not get tasty? It was wicked. You were the Johnny Nelson the show, Yeah, you? to be honest, I was when they first phoned me to do the gig, I was thinking, fuck yeah, Paddy and Soren Black, they've been going backwards and forwards on social media, calling each other cunts and everything, saying they're going to knock each other out. This is going to be a piece of piss. And, uh, and then on the day, the two of them were kind of on their best behaviour, and I was like, if you go and watch the video, it's all over Cage Warriors social now. It's on their YouTube account. I am trying my best. He said this. He said this about you. What do you think about he that? He called you a twat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they were both on the uh, both on the best behavior a little bit. But you know, I think it's just got sometimes reality sets in when you see each other. Paddy knows he's got a tough ass fight. Sodom back knows he's going to be walking into the lions den. I think the both of them know that the Echo Arena is yeah. going to explode on September the first. Don't forget, Paddy. This is Paddy's chance to become a two-weight world champion. Yeah. And what I will say first about one Paddy, since Conor McGregor. What I will say about Paddy is that since uh, his loss, he's gone back to what he's brilliant at. Yeah, and that's what you're all about, isn't it? You say this all the time. Don't fucking try to be something that you're not. Yep. Just be brilliant at what you are. Yep. And he is. Brazilian jiu-jitsu, superb. Yep. Stick to it, mate. Chalk the fucker out. Let's get the job done. Let's all get back in the bar. Yeah, exactly. Rather, then, than, rather than stand and bang with a kid. Yeah, exactly. But then Soren, his background is grappling, you know, himself. So he's quite comfortable on the ground. That's why I said this during the promo. I think this probably plays out on the feet, just purely you because reckon? you've got a uh, wrestler, grappler, and Soren back that likes throwing people on the deck and throwing ground and power. Because they're both so respectful of how good they both exactly. are. Exactly. So Soren's thinking, my, his best position is, Get Paddy on his back and start raining in ground and pound. Yeah. And Paddy's like, he loves that. Put me on my back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put me on my back and watch me throw triangles at you left, right, and centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fucking heel hooks and everything else. So um, I just think it might play out on its feet, bizarrely enough. But, uh, because they're both wary of each other's be, talent. Yeah, exactly, but it's going to be fun. Mm. It's going to be fun. September 1st. Should be an absolute cracking weekend, that, um, in, uh, in Liverpool. Um, with no fights to preview this weekend and no fights to talk about last weekend, that's near enough it this yeah. week. So I apologise for the show being slightly shorter uh, than normal. But we Check are... out the new T-shirt line. That's all I've got to say. It's when you're dropping it. Flames. When you're going to let everybody know about we're it. Go, we're going to go and pick the T-shirts up now. I'm we're not. Literally, you're literally fucking taxi, mate. I've got I'm, shit to do. I've got, I can't hobble around. I can't carry boxes with me knee. For those that don't know what's happened, if you listen to the boxing show, you'll know that he's he's ruptured his ligaments in his knee from playing uh, football with a with a heavyweight boxer. That's what you listen. What are you going to do? Saves you right, doesn't you? Saves you right. So now you expect me to taxi you around uh, ex- the train station the downstairs? Get in the fucking train. <laughs> what's the matter with you? <laughs> now the t-shirts are going to drop this week. I'll pick them up today at some stage. I'll take some pictures. See if we can get someone sexy in the pictures. Yeah. And we'll drop them this week, definitely. The new T-shirt line. 
And you've got all proper sizes for proper fight disciples. Mediums, larges, and extra larges. And if you want any of the last range for your kids, give yeah. us a shout. We're giving them away. <laughs> Buy one, get one free. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, subscribe to this nonsense on a week-by-week basis. You can do it on the iTunes. Fight Disciples uh, is where you will find us, at Fight Disciples on all social media, and fightdisciples.com for your Android feeds. All right, we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.